0: well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com
1: and welcome back here to the joe rose show hollywood omar kelly vlad with you it is time to head out To the Toyota of Hollywood hotline, shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan, where we are joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Baldy, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's good to be with you. Absolutely, uh, we had a couple of uh, interesting games over the weekend, Baldy. I want to start with the Kansas yeah. City game, and, and I know the Ravens came in probably the better team on paper, but they ran into number fifteen, and it, it seems like you know w- whatever it is the Chiefs are doing, they have a game plan for uh, for these opposing offenses. They did a great job against Lamar. They did just enough on offense, and the Chiefs just they, they just seem to be no matter who it is in the personnel department there, uh,
2: Baldy, they, they seem to be the team to beat. I agree. I agree, and I think we're going to have the same discussion, you know, when we start kind of looking ahead to Super Bowl Fifty Eight, San Francisco. But I mean, the game plan of both sides was amazing. I mean, Mahomes did he complete his first twelve passes? I mean, the, the ball never hit the ground, um, you know. And then Spags, you, you just look what Steve Spagnuolo is doing defensively against Miami, against Buffalo, against Baltimore. I mean, he's reducing them to rubble and. He's making all those teams play with their, you know, with their hands tied behind their back, and he's, you know, he's taking their weapons away. Is what you want to do, and he's figuring out a way with all of his personnel that he has uh, the best game plan each week to do it, and it was exemplary on Sunday.
1: And then on the flip side, there, Baldy. I mean, you had Baltimore a lot of self-inflicted stuff in that game. They had those the Kyle Van Noy penalty clearly was costly. Mahomes takes a club across the face. That was costly. Zay Flowers, you know, spins the ball on a guy who's down. You know these things are going to get called. Why if you're Baltimore? How can you be that undisciplined on that stage?
2: Well, I mean, Kyle Van I mean, Nooyen, that wasn't intentional. I mean, he was a big pickup for this team, um, you know, late in, uh, halfway through the season. And he's been a big addition. I don't think they would – without him and Clowney, I don't think they'd be here. But – you know, Zay Flowers is a young kid. He's a good kid. He's a really, really good kid. You, you can't mm-hmm. not like Zay Flowers. His leg was twisted up with, I don't know, Drew Trank or whatever, and he pushed him and he spiked the ball, and it was a mistake. But, you know, honestly, they, they recovered from it. His bigger mistake was fumbling at the goal line, trying to extend the ball, yeah. and Lejarius Sneed punches it out. That, that was a critical mistake. That could have made the game 17-14, fourth quarter. Like you could see, and the defense was playing great, Uh, at that time so that was the critical mistake and it's a mistake but we see the we see that mistake made throughout the league week in week out it was a great play by Snead and you can't take anything away from him like just chasing as hard as he did and punching that ball out right at the right time
1: so it's the Chiefs once again and they will meet the 49ers and we'll we'll shift over to that game Baldy and we're obviously fans of, of Dan Campbell down here yeah. Uh, that, that game was, uh, just, just a complete coaching disaster.
2: Well, the decision, I mean, look, the fourth and two in the third quarter, um, where he goes for it and, you know, Josh Reynolds, whatever catches it, doesn't catch it. I mean, it's, it's a drop. It's an incompletion. And like that, that would call to me, you know, Dan has to be taking a task for that because, the 49ers come out, they're down 17, they down, kick a field goal, okay, you're down 14. I mean, right there at the 28-yard line, you could go tie the game back up, and all the other 49ers are still down three scores, and you're halfway through the third quarter. It takes all their momentum away. All you do is fuel that momentum. Like, you could say, okay, because if you're up by 17 or up by 21 if you go score, it's still three scores, but you're taking a gamble. So I just thought it was a critical error. Now, the fourth and three call, uh, you know, you could tie the game up there. I think he was just chasing points at that point, Mm
1: -hmm. you know. And
2: so at some point you go, all right, analytics, being aggressive, this is who we are, all that stuff, there's a place. But there's also a place in a sudden death game where you go, just kick the field goal, go back up 17, you're up three scores, put your defense out there. It was just, all it did was just fuel the momentum that San Francisco got at that point never stopped.
1: Yeah, I don't know about you, Baldy, but I I tend to believe in the in the football gods, and I think when you do something like that on on that play, you don't you don't convert on fourth down. You know, bad things can start to happen. And how about yep. uh, Purdy throws one down the field, bounces off the uh, the defensive back's uh, face. And uh, yeah. ends up in, in Ayuk's lap. It's like things real, yeah. and then and then the Jameer Gibbs fumble on the next drive. It's like things just start to snowball when you make a mistake that way. That's how the NFL is, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, no, it is. And you know, whether it's football, I mean, whatever you want to believe in—football, gods, fate, uh, this is destiny. Like it does when it when that momentum jumps on you, it feels like everything goes your way. And you know, look, the Forty ers You know. Uh, um, Tayshon Gibson, he forced that fumble. I, I think Gibbs went the wrong way on it. Didn't have security of the ball. Regardless, all those things. The IU catch. I mean, that's. I mean, it's not Super Bowl, so it's it, it's not going to be replayed the way Lynn Swann's, you know, play got replayed uh, back in the '70s. But it's going to be a play that is going to live in 49er, you know, folklore for a long, long time. It. But yes, all those things kind of go your way once it once you know it begins and. It was fueled
3: by that fourth and two stop. Baldy, I want to ask you a little bit about, uh, you know, we were talking about Spags a little bit earlier, and he's one of those coaches that he's had one opportunity, one shot at a head coaching spot and uh, with, with the uh, Rams, St. Louis Rams, not even the Los Angeles Rams, just St. Louis Rams, which gives you an indicator how long it's been. And yeah. then, then he never got another opportunity. Now we see guys like Vic Fangio, Leslie Frazier, Brandon Staley. Um the, the 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 former of them are are Vic was the Dolphins defensive coordinator after a failed stint with the damn, where was he? Um uh, uh Denver. Den with Denver. And now we got Leslie Frazier and Brandon Staley as candidates for the Dolphins defensive coordinator position. Is it the is it the fact that they're defensive coordinators that they only get one shot, one opportunity, and then you know the or is it that these guys just weren't head coach material?
2: Well, I mean Brian Billick won a Super Bowl and he got one shot and never got it. I mean I could go through the list of guys both sides of the ball. It's it it drives me nuts honestly that Sacks doesn't get talked to. Like this, guy, how many more times do you have to? Is this the greatest big game coordinator we've seen? I mean, Tom Brady was going for perfection in 2007. Like, he took that team. They were averaging over 35 points a game. He held them 14. I mean, you just go through the list of these games, and Sunday's no different. The guy is, I mean, he, he's a master. Like, for that guy not to get any sort of interviews at this point, I mean, it, it drives me nuts. I, I see all these other guys that clearly aren't head coaches, and yet, um, they got jobs. And so for him not to get a second chance, like I just don't know what anybody's looking at because I know Spag sucked in my office here when he was out of football for a year, his cover three white thing he drew up on the whiteboard is still there. I'm still looking at it. You know, four, <laughs> three deep, four underneath, so like all the different zones, how he does it. Like that guy is a master teacher. And last year, if you remember, they had six rookies that played on defense, four that started Super Bowl Sunday. Four rookies, and they won that game. Like, that guy could take anybody and turn him into – in fact, all the players, all the defensive backs the other day, they had these T-shirts on when they were warming up. And Spags, we trust. And they do. Yeah. And so uh, I, it drives hmm. me nuts he's not getting any sort of uh, calls and, and, and uh, interest from other teams.
1: Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger with us here on QAM Insider Calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too.
3: Baldy, I want to know, give me your pick for defensive coordinator for the Dolphins. Who is your flavor? Are you a Brandon Staley guy or a Leslie Frazier guy?
2: Well, I'd, I'd go Leslie Frazier You know, 10 out of 10 times, honestly. I've known Leslie a long time. We worked together this year. He did some stuff at the NFL Network. But I knew him when he was uh, back, you know, when he was with Andy Reid here in Philadelphia. And uh, I played against him when he was a Chicago Bear. And I've just known Leslie. I just know he's – I just know how he integrates inside of a building, how he brings people together, how he um, makes – Players accountable. I I think Leslie Frazier would be a good hire, and I'm hoping that that's who gets the job.
1: All right, Baldy, we appreciate the time as always. Before we let you go, though, can you give me? I'm not going to ask for your Super Bowl pick yet. We'll we'll hold that till uh, till next week when when Joe is back. But uh, maybe give me something you're going to be watching for as these teams, uh, the 49ers and Chiefs, prepare for a rematch of the game we had down here in Miami. Maybe something you're looking for in this matchup.
2: Well. um, I mean, honestly, w- without tipping my hat at all, how-, how can anybody at this point bet against Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Like, how can you do it? Like, it's it's impossible. I mean, like, I-, I I like Brock Purdy. I like a lot of the things they do defensively. I I mean, it's hard not to love Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. I mean, I could break this game down in million million different ways, but honestly, what Patrick Mahomes did to d- the best defense in football the first two drives of the game. He made it look like it was a Friday afternoon walkthrough. So the ball didn't hit the ground. Um, but it's it's just, it's kind of starts with Mahomes in, in what he's doing right now. And, and um, you know, and how they're, how they protect him and how he moves and how he extends these plays. Like he's very difficult to defend.
1: I, I just think ball. Do you look at San Francisco and they played against a couple of teams that probably should have beat them in the last two weeks, but those are teams that are young teams that did not know how to close. And, the Chiefs know how to close. Like, like Mahomes will, will close you out if they're able to get a lead in that game. You don't have to worry about that kind of deal here. But it just feels like San Francisco's been playing with fire the last couple of weeks.
2: Well, I mean, you look at, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs at halftime last year were down 10 points, and they never punted in the second half, never came close to punting. Mm-hmm. He scored in four straight drives to win the game outright. Um, you know, he did that against San Francisco four years ago when they were down ten in the third quarter and close that game out. Like this is what he does. And it doesn't matter if it's third and fifteen and it's looking bleak. Like I like I, you know, he'll find Marquez Valdez Scantling who couldn't catch a cold during the season and now the ball just like sticks to him. So uh, you know, uh it's it's fun watching. Um and if he gets that lead in the fourth quarter, he ain't giving that ball up.
1: Baldy, it's great chatting with you as always. We'll talk to you again next week when Joe's back, and you can go ahead and give him your Super Bowl pick. All right, thank you for the time this morning. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you. See you. All right,
1: that was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.